Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. So earlier today, you were telling me about something that happened to Applebee's. Yeah, I saw uh, on Facebook one of their ads and the ad was it was marketing a like family meal that they were setting up for like pandemic relief, you know, because now there's so many people home, they have their kids home. And so they wanted to put together this this meal plan for for people and it had a ton of food. Like it was a, a catering size appetizer, a catering size like main entree and like a full size Caesar salad too. And I think it was something like 50-ish bucks. Okay. You know. Now full disclosure on this, we're not being paid by Applebee's to talk about this. So because uh, it, 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 it started because it sounded a little like a commercial. It's not what this is at all. Firstly, to, if you're if you work for Applebee's or you're a fan of Applebee's, uh, apologies in advance because I'm not actually a fan of Applebee's at all. Well, no, oh. no, we were. We're well, fans of Applebee's after 10 o'clock. Yeah. So they do this thing where, um, so Applebee's food, I've never walked away from Applebee's going, man, that was a great meal. So um, their food for the amount of enjoyment that I got from it um, was overpriced. But after 10 o'clock, something magical happens. They cut their prices in half. 10 p.m. That is. Or, yeah. So yeah, after 10 p.m. <laughs> and let's be honest, it's been years since we've eaten at Applebee's, so I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. So I don't like, know. like yeah. don't, yeah, don't hold us to that one. But years ago, after 10 p.m., they used to actually cut the price on appetizers in half, and so Laura and I would go there and we'd just order a whole bunch of appetizers. This was pre-kids, and we order <laughs> a bunch of appetizers. Um, and eat that. And so at that point, so when it's 50% off their food, all of a sudden, it was a great value. Yeah, it was, it was, it tasted better. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly I like Applebee's after 10 PM. A- after 10 so anyways, uh, yeah, we're not huge Applebee's fans, but, uh, this was just a really interesting thing that came up. So, all right. So continue with your story. I've prefaced this. We don't really like Applebee's unless they're half price. Right. So, so they've got this meal. And it looks like a just awesome price for, you know. The amount of food that you're getting. Like right. As a, as as a, a, at a restaurant. As a mom of 100 children um, who's really busy, you see the value in what they're offering. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, certainly. You're like five shoe boxes full of food. <laughs> certainly compared to, you know, going to the restaurant, it's, you know, substantially cheaper. And so, you know, there was the slightest bit of like a, oh, maybe... You know, maybe this could be something that we might do. Probably not. And no, we didn't. We didn't. But what was interesting was... They got interneted. (laughs) What's interesting was right underneath, like, I I was, you know, I'm reading the description about what you get. And I noticed all the the little emoticons or whatever. Yeah, this is the Facebook ad, right? So it's got all the little, like, smileys and sads and crying. what what, What people's reactions are. And there's a ton of, like, little red angry faces. And I'm like, why are people so mad? Top comments, they're all saying, oh, family relief? Like, 
at $50, I could feed my kids for, you know, a dollar a day or 30 cents or whatever it is. Like some ridiculous, like, how can they think that this is a good value? Now, this was this was Applebee's, right? It wasn't a nonprofit organization <laughs> posting this ad. Like, no, it, yeah, it was Applebee's. How dare this for-profit restaurant, you know, offer Talk a Talk about family relief, you know. Yeah, okay. Well, so, yeah, the, uh, it did not, at least on the, the ad I saw, it was not getting well-received by people. So we're giving Applebee's a little sympathy right now. I, 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 and I, to, to be fair, and the, the vocalness of these people must have worked out because I actually I went to their website when you told me about this and I could not find this deal anywhere. I even pretended to order food. The CEO of Applebee's was on his website and saw someone look interested in ordering food. That was just me checking out, <laughs> checking out if this deal was there. And then I got off. And I'm sure the CEO is super bummed that that person did not turn into a sale for him. That is exactly what happened. But yeah, so (laughs) they did not get the. So, so anyways, that stinks for Applebee's. Now, you told me another interesting story, literally same day today, happened all today. Yeah. And I saw another Facebook ad. This funny how that happens, huh? Yeah, I know. (laughs) They're targeting me. Um, but yeah, I saw another one and this time it was for a really small chain, uh, taco restaurant near us. Okay. And sure enough, they have a picture of their food and underneath all the details about, you know, this, this promotion that they're doing for essentially the same thing, family meal during the pandemic, you know, here's a great value and it's. Literally one tray of food divided, you know, for for four people, and it's fifty dollars. If I recall, actually, it might have been more. It was forty eight ninety nine. Oh, okay, all right. So it's about all right. Yeah. So unless you wanted to buy drinks, and I guess that's an added charge. Yeah, and and that's funny. So we're talking about basically the same price for both things. Applebee's was giving you like four or five shoe boxes full of food. It was so they were yeah they were giving you like a full size appetizer, full size like catering size appetizer, salad, entree, you know. And I th- I, I do want to say it was closer towards the forty dollar range, but it it was forty to fifty. Okay. And they advertised that it was going to feed you know four people for two to three days, and this other meal plan from this other restaurant was going to maybe be a single sit down dinner. So that was maybe like one, one and a half shoe boxes worth of food. Yeah. Yeah. It it was not nearly as impressive of a tinfoil pan. So naturally this, this restaurant, the smaller one had a whole bunch of angry faces, right? Yeah. So this is what was so interesting. And this is why, why we're doing this episode because right underneath where you see all the little angry faces, they weren't angry. There were tons of hearts, happy faces, thumbs ups, and everyone was saying, wow, this looks amazing. I'm going to go order this tonight. And, you know, oh, I can't wait. Just tons of enthusiasm behind it. Yeah, and and that kind of highlights the importance of like kind of that this is that mass market approach. Everyone knows Applebee's. They're everywhere versus this like kind of local restaurant with a smaller footprint, but has kind of a more um, targeted audience. They 
they've created what, what they've done really well is like they've created a culture around their restaurant. It's, it's a whole atmosphere, like a community that it's just, it, it is a really fun place to be at and to eat at. And while Applebee's like, you, you kind of know what to expect when mm-hmm. you go to Applebee's, you get the same kinds of things like chicken tenders and chicken Alfredo, you know, and while the food is good, it may not like blow your socks off or it may not be exceptional. And you're not probably going to have any like, yeah, I don't know, like camaraderie with your buddies at work about it. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I went to Applebee's. Yeah, like no one like comes in like, guys, you won't believe what I did this weekend. I went to Applebee's. Right? Like, <laughs> I went to the most amazing restaurant. I've never been to this place. It's so cool. It's Applebee's. Yeah, I mean, they definitely, they've got that mass market appeal, a commercials everywhere. And yeah, I, I can see how people, you know, they don't really probably have many people rushing to their defense. I mean, I, I went through a few of their ads and I was looking at the responses and they get, you know, mostly you get those loud, vocal, angry customers that are like, you messed up my order. Those are the people that are mostly commenting on their stuff. And then you get a few people that are like, I only eat at Applebee's. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exaggerating a little bit, but so that that's what they get versus this other restaurant where you've got these enthusiastic customers that are like taking pictures of their food and going like, look at what you I know did. they have Instagrams that are all about their, their food. Yeah. Like this know? is amazing. And that's, it's a very different thing. This actually kind of reminds me of some of the books that I read when I first started out in this business. And I, um, I, I don't want to misattribute them, but so, because they're all kind of like, a they, they all just kind of coalesced into one giant idea for starting the business. And it was um, like the toilet paper entrepreneur. I know that sounds weird, but that's a a good hook. It's it's a great book. Um, And then rework was another one. Um, And then uh, there's a third one that is escaping me at the moment. Oh, lean startup. That was definitely one of them. Okay. So the, but all these books, they had kind of overlapping ideas. And one of those ideas, or there's really two ideas in them. Um, One of them was fire customers. And I thought this was a very interesting idea. And they said, um, you know, they were kind of going back to a thing called the Pareto principle. It's the eight people know it as the 80, 20 rule. And a lot of things in life happen in this like 80, 20 split. So, um, one of the things that we've seen is like 80% of our revenue can come from 20% of our efforts is one of those ideas. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And, um, they also say that 80% of your problems come from 20% of your customers. And, and obviously this isn't like a science, it's kind of more of a rule of thumb type thing. Um, and so they say that, you know, you should go and fire those customers, get rid of those customers, the customers that cause 80% of your support, you know, requests and things. Those, those are the customers you say, Hey, thank you so much for your business, but we're done. <laughs> and it's, we're breaking up. With we you. are. It's like the business is breaking up with them. Um, and then another uh, concept is kind of like choosing your perfect customer. And this is something that we've been encountering more lately in some of the trainings and whatnot that we've been going through while we're mm-hmm. growing our business. And the idea of don't chase price, you know, don't don't go for that mass market appeal because you're going to end up with a bunch of dissatisfied people. You know, you can't please everybody. Think of who your ideal customer is. Find your your perfect person. Find as many of those as you can and you can charge those people a good price and give them more focused service because you're not trying to, you know, 
appease thou, uh, millions of people. You're trying to instead appease, you know, hundreds or thousands of people. Right. You know, and those are really important concepts to consider when you're going into business. And obviously, Applebee's is too large, too sprawled out across the country for a thousand customers to support them. They need that mass market appeal. And so, unfortunately for them, I, not that they need my advice, but there's no advice I could really give them to kind of help them out of the situation. It's the nature of this. I mean, if you look at um, any Walmart ad, you know, on Facebook or anything, you're going to see a bunch of angry people. Like I was at a Walmart down the street and you had an employee that didn't care at all, or they like coughed near me or something, (laughs) you know, like you're going to get that. Every large business has these types of customers and these problems that really loud customers. Um, but it's uh, as you're going into business for yourself, you want to think about these things like what kind of customer do you want and actively go after that? Because if you don't consider this at all, if you're just like and this is a common problem that I think a lot of business owners have when they start out, they're like, I want anybody like mm-hmm. I, I, my product is for men and women, married, unmarried, those with children, those without children, like everybody. They'll, yeah, they'll describe their like their perfect customer, and at the end of their description, it's like, okay, so your product is for everybody. And oh, gotcha. Yeah, you, you figured it out. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, okay, well, that's my that's my secret weapon. It's for everyone. Yeah, it's like that. You're gonna either fail or you're not gonna really create anything that someone's passionate about and who would defend you, and that's. The most powerful kind of marketing to have is when your customers like you so much that you're not having to go into the Facebook ad comments and defend yourself. Your customers are in there saying, no, you're wrong. And why are you even here? Like they're they're taking care of the problem for you. Like, you know, dusting off the hands like, yeah, I took care of the light work, got rid of that person, you know. (laughs) And I've seen that with a lot of the thing, the the businesses that we do business with is someone will come in and, you know, say, oh, you're a scam or you're a con artist or whatever to, you know, whoever it is that's running the business. And all of a sudden they get swarmed by the person's customers. And they're like, uh, if he's such a con artist, then why am I so successful? Why do I have a business? Why do I have employees that I can pay? Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing. So uh, th- I guess that's really what we're trying to get at with this episode is, you know, Applebee's sadly ended up being the in the crosshairs. I, I got nothing against them. I mean, there's there's other ones we could throw out. Like, you mentioned Walmart. I mean, right away, Walmart's one of Walmart's biggest main competitors, Target. And I, I think anyone could argue, like, you go into a Walmart versus a Target. Like, there's a different atmosphere. It is. Target. And and I have to say, like, Target's one of those ones that kind of eludes me. Like, they, they're huge still. No question, they're huge. But they've still somehow kind of, like, cultivated... A little bit, not to the same extent. They're still going to have your angry people and whatnot. But you have your, I'm a Target shopper. I'm only a Target shopper. Yeah, I mean, a comedian I was watching recently was like joking about like how he he ran into a woman crying inside of a Target, and he's like, I'm not paying 15 cents extra for a <laughs> box of mac and cheese for you to be crying. You need to go over to Walmart. Like, <laughs> you know, but. It, it is. It's it's an absolute. It's a very different. Walmart does not have a customer culture. Walmart is we're for everybody, but there is a certain type of customer that goes to to Target. It's amazing. I don't know how they did it at their, the size that they are, but they so, did. So obviously, we're talking real world businesses. Like we're talking restaurants and we're talking like big retail stores. How does this apply for us? Because, I mean, it's all interesting, like, just talking about it. But what about our business? What about online, starting websites? Like, how do we 
create that culture. Well, and I, and I would say it's actually more applicable to online businesses because we've got that direct customer feedback, right? So, you know, before social media, businesses could kind of get away with being kind of underhanded because people would just talk to each other, but it wasn't like documented on websites. And mm-hmm. now um, our businesses are online. So we have to cultivate those types of, you know, those cool followings and those interested people so that we have an online, you know, if you're on our Twitter account or if you're on our Facebook page, like we're getting that good interaction. So um, as far as like trying to, to cultivate that kind of following, it's about publishing content that is going to appeal to those people and not to just everybody, not to just everybody and and trying to interact back with them. Like if you are getting that interaction, I mean, we you, just started our fearless LLC Twitter account. Yeah. And I'll put the I'll, I'll, in the show notes, I'll put our uh, the URLs to our we've been working a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a couple it's days. So much stuff. So we just started our fearless LLC Twitter account. So we've got like three followers, maybe. And, and I'm very grateful for those three followers. <laughs> Um, and then we started our Facebook page uh, for Fearless um, a few, like a week or two ago, and been mm-hmm. slowly growing that. And I'm kind of getting my my feet under me as far as like publishing good content and trying to get it out there consistently. Gotcha. So anyone who's listening to this, um, check out the show notes. I'll have the URLs to our pages. We would be so happy to have you uh, join us on the social media. Be number site. four. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because I mean, right now it's kind of like I'm standing in the middle of an empty room shouting and, you know. Not yeah. I'll click like, honey. All right. Thank you. You know, <laughs> so look out for that. And uh, so join us on social media. But that's really what it is. It's you you go out and you slowly build a following and it's and connect with those people. Yeah, don't, can... don't just be like, we have information. Here it is. Like Apple. We have food. Here it is. Yeah. Give give out your information, but do it in an interesting way and, and try and really connect with your audience yeah and, and serve those people i mean i would be so happy if any of you came on and interacted with me on some of the posts yeah and, that'd be know, fun yeah like f- respond i'll respond back you know and it, it it'll be a good time you know <laughs> we'll be we'll be the best of friends but um but yeah that's that's the kind that's how you cultivate the kind of audience that you want is it's a feedback process like you tell me the listener i'm looking at you right now um you tell me what you want to see and what you want to hear more about and then we can go and create that content and give that back to you. And it can be that kind of relationship. And that's how um, the the little restaurant does it. You know, they they interact with their customers on their social media sites and the people say, oh, that was great. I really enjoyed that flavor that you brought in or, yeah, you guys really missed the mark on this no. one. <laughs> you know, and then I haven't seen much of that. But no, because their food is awesome. You know, social media, it's not it's it's not TV. TV was one way, you know, it was the, the company told you what they wanted you to hear. And now and they social, marketed it to everybody. Yeah, Everyone with the TV got to see it. And social media has given the audience the voice. You know, yeah, Coca-Cola can go out and broadcast something. But the responses, you know, the, the actual audience has the true voice and. I mean, that happened to Applebee's in your example. The audience spoke and the offer oh, disappeared. I know. It was, and like I said, it's it was such a better offer when you look at the value to it. But it just, people were not happy. Yeah, they weren't. So, all right. So we are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. I've considered Instagram, TikTok, and all these other things. But I want to know what you, what platforms my listeners are using. So... 
let us know and, you know, we'll join up wherever. But I, I pro- we will probably end up on every platform, but I'm one person or, well, we're two people, but I do most of the social media stuff right now. Yeah. I mean, so. I, I'm, I'm caring for little kids and of course, teaching so, math. <laughs> so we're working, yeah, teaching math. What's 10 times 10 plus a billion. So we're, we're working on all of that. So let us know what platforms you want to see us on next or join us on Twitter and Facebook. Everyone has those hopefully, I think. So, yeah. you know, let us know. Take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.